The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. You might have seen actually a piece in the Irish Independent uh, today extolling the virtues of seaweed as a food source. Irish seaweed is an amazing superfood, reads the headline. So why aren't more of us eating it? Well, I am going to do that right here and right now. Anne O'Brien is with me, the owner of Ebb and Flow, an artisan producer of seaweed food products based in Dunleary in County Dublin. And you're very welcome to the show. Thanks a million for inviting me on. Um, how did you get involved in the seaweed eating business? Well, I got involved about 10 years ago. I was looking for a salt alternative from a medical point of view. So I discovered the powerhouse that uh, seaweed was. So um, I went down to Sligo and I met Franny Rattigan, who is like the queen, the font of all knowledge of Irish seaweed. And um, I just uh, explored it more. And I just um, I, I just discovered all about seaweed, what an ancient Irish food it was, how good it was for the immune system, how it's full of um, iodine and ma- magnesium and, um, and and zinc. And um, just it's, it's just people just, I think, uh, don't know how to use it. And that's the issue with it at the moment. So I do a couple of food markets and people are really, really interested in it as a health benefit, um, but they don't know how to use it. So I've started putting it into a couple of products. So I do uh, seaweed pesto, seaweed hummus and seaweed sprinkles. Because, yeah, I I suspect people are turned off at just the the thought of it because they imagine eating what they see on the beach. They do. And they they see it as it's going to be very, very fishy as well. But it isn't like that. Fishy and slimy and... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just move away from that because that's what it's like. Little bubbles that burst in your mouth. So so generally, the easiest way I think of incorporating seaweed into the diet is through little seaweed flakes or through seaweed sprinkles. So a lot of the seaweed, the seaweed harvesters on the West Coast would provide, you know, a blend of a couple of different seaweeds and I do the same myself in my food markets and the easiest way of incorporating them is just to use them as a salt alternative so you'd sprinkle them on. I put them in my porridge in the morning I put them on my eggs I put them in my soups and my casseroles and it's just um, it's just a way of just getting it get all the benefits and is that, is that is what that is just dried seaweeds so ground yeah. down so it's I would use four different seaweeds a mix of four different seaweeds milled together and they're just dried and you just use them like they're tiny just like like you just flake them on like salt and, and it, how it is salty obviously in flavour or what, what other flavour comes with it? Well, it, well I You don't get a, fishy eggs do you? No, 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 no. You get like say um, dillisk is, is a kind of a like, nice smoky flavour off okay. it. Okay. And then there's the obviously unami which is the fifth sense which they talk about from seaweed. Mm. So seaweed gives a lovely little aftertaste. Now I'm going to give you some here now. You oh yeah, okay. I'm going to try a bit of seaweed. Okay, what do so, we have? So we have here a seaweed pesto, right? So this is a, a vegan based. Okay, you hand base. that over to me there. i hand you that. Okay. And look, a little, grab a little cracker Oh, yeah, it smells lovely. Now, these are regular crackers. These aren't made from seaweed. No, no, no. no. Okay. That is a thing I'm going to look into, actually. Okay, so <laughs> this is, um, like, I mean, if it didn't say seaweed pesto on it, you I wouldn't, wouldn't know. know any different. No, so um, I use it as one of the greens. So it's a cashew nut-based pesto, okay? And it's got parsley, alaria seaweed and coriander, lots of garlic, lemon juice oil. So it's a really tasty little product. So while I'm munching this live on air, you tell me about uh, beyond the taste, what is the nutritional value? So the nutritional value, so I use alaria seaweed, right? So alaria has got a really, really high high calcium content, okay? Mm. So it would be full of iron, it would be full of zinc, uh, full of magnesium and then there would be iodine in it. So you can't go wrong with all the of that. The danger here is now I'm going to have, you're going to have to keep talking because <laughs> I'm going to keep eating. It's absolutely uh, delicious. Okay. Uh, so it is. Uh, my kids love pesto and pasta. They bring it into school 
Okay, Almost every day. Brilliant. So they might have seaweed pesto and pasta okay. in the future. I wonder what and they think you about that. You can use it for lots of things besides just from, from pasta. I mean, I use it as a pizza base. I'll spread it on as a pizza base. Mm. I would use it with potatoes. It's brilliant. It's great as a sauce on the side of anything. I would use it for a, a dressing on salads. So it has numerous bit of cheese, bit of tomatoes, sp- spices up anything very, very nicely. And I mean... Was there a time in Ireland where people did eat an awful lot more seaweed? Well, they that it was a staple part of the diet along the coast? Uh, absolutely. And, and it went along with potatoes. And people cooked potatoes in seaweed. And then it seemed to just lose popularity for, for a while. And um, people forgot about it. And now I think it's a great regeneration. And um, I do like a food market in Deliri. I do the People's Park in Deliri. So people, I think, have a great uh, interest in it, but they just don't know what to do with it. And wh- why do you think... Uh, there has been this comeback for seaweed. I th- well, I think it's, it's in the news an awful lot. I think um, it's been featured in RTE an awful lot and it's certainly in re- relation to methane, methane in cows that's come up in, and it's, uh, it's always been good in, say, in animal feed. I, I have three dogs and I would see all their um, all the good food that you buy for them or the arthritic food as all contains seaweed. Uh, you just have to open it and you can just smell the seaweed. Off. Sorry, the actual, uh, not, not food, you're, food you're making up yourself, the actual food you'd buy... For, my, for the animals. For yeah, the animals. I often get a supplement for some of them. Yeah. And they, they when you read through the ingredients, yeah, they're yeah, seaweed. seaweed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can see I'd go down the West Pier with the dogs and they love seaweed. They'd be, all the dog owners, I think, will see this. They'd be running up and down, mm. grabbing the seaweed. And what about if people are particularly adventurous and they think, you know what, it's not enough that I buy some lovely wild Irish seaweed pesto from Ebb and Flow. I actually want to go out and have a go at harvesting some of it myself from the local beach. I mean, is it easy to know what seaweed to pick up and to use? Franny Rattigan does a great little guide. Okay, she she produces and you can just buy it online for a couple of euros. Okay, Franny Rattigan. Yes, this is the um, a lady. She's a GP down in Sligo, font of all knowledge on Irish seaweed, and um, she has the Irish Seaweed Kitchen. She's written a great book on that, and she has a, a little a little supplement. And it's a great identifier of seaweed, so you can take that down to the beach with you. See what you see, you know, and just uh, see what seaweed is what and whether you'd want it or not. And it shows you how to cut it, how to harvest it sustainably, so it'll regenerate again. All right. Well, anyone who's brought a young kid, a toddler, to a beach uh, will know that they generally will stuff a bit of seaweed into their mouth at some point, <laughs> along with the sand during the day. Maybe they're onto something. Anyway, the, the pesto is absolutely delicious, uh, Anne, and thanks a million for coming in. That's uh, a wild Irish seaweed pesto, full of natural flavour from ebb and flow uh, that I tasted there Anne O'Brien is the owner of ebb and flow O'Hagan uh, Anne O'Hagan my apologies uh, my apologies Anne O'Hagan uh, they're based in uh, Dundee in County Dublin uh, if you want to find them and uh, Rattigan what was her first name my apologies Franny Rattigan Franny Rattigan uh, if you look her up online uh, only for a couple of euro as uh, Anne says you'll be able to find uh, the Irish seaweed guide and you will know exactly what seaweed to harvest and how to do it but if you're like me and you just want to skip uh, 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 cut the chase you can go to ebb and flow Anne Listen, thanks a million thanks for joining me. us here in the show. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.